The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Excited for today's guest and what we're going to talk about. We always love talking about ways to not only make more money in your practices, but keep more money in your practices. And I think this expert's going to help us with that. Without further ado, David Ramsey. I'm sorry, David Ranny. Say hello to everyone. I wish it were David Ramsey. It's Ranny. You got it. I wish Dave Ramsey is a little bit more famous than I. So I wish it were. I wish it were. Yep. So that's, a, I guess, a pretty good slip there. So David Randy, yeah. you're, the, you're the vice president of sales with rebalance.com, correct. correct? Yes, correct. And I know that you guys do a terrific job of uh, helping uh, doctors keep, and all team members for that matter, keep more of the money that they actually earn. Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump into that in a second. But first, tell us how you started working uh, in the healthcare field. How did you start working with dentists and physicians? Yeah, I think I'll answer this from the lens of Rebalance as a firm. Uh, I joined Rebalance last year, but Rebalance really started 10 years ago as a wealth manager. So investment management, financial planning, advising folks on their own assets, their families, investments, et cetera. And so 10 years ago, some of our first clients were dentists. And as we had deeper conversations with them, we kind of heard that retirement was being left behind. So we really got deeper and provided more expertise around beyond just their personal wealth, but hey, what are you doing about retaining your employees? What are you doing about your own retirement? It should be more than just your small SEP or your small 401k and selling your practice. So there's ways to build it faster and better. And so that's how we've kind of evolved our relationships in the dental field. And it's really gone well. And and I think it's one of the things that we act as is a fiduciary, which means in the client's best interest. It's right. not in rebalance's best interest sometimes. And and really that yields, I think, longstanding relationships. We love when we just make some suggestions that could be life-changing for people. And you know, a quick conversation can lead to hundreds of thousands of savings per year. So it's fun. Yep. So I tell people all the time that, and I know it, it upsets some people at work in this field that you should only work with fiduciary. If, it, if you have that choice, you should only work with fiduciary. Cause like you said, they have a legal obligation to put their best interest over their own, which means if it's going to hurt them, but it's going to help you, that's what they legally have to do. So I think people right. that go want to become fiduciaries already have that built in, right? They have that ethic and they have that character built in or else they wouldn't do it. They would work in an area where, they got to do whatever benefited them, regardless of how it affected their client. So yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So it, it, it to me, it's kind of like a, a, a no brainer. That doesn't mean that I always myself do. There's some things that I play around with that are definitely sure. not working with fiduciaries, but it's a very small amount of money and it's more for fun than it is mm-hmm. for actual um, long term. You mentioned selling your practice. And I think this is um, something that I'm seeing happen a lot right now that Practices are sitting on the market longer than they used to. Mm-hmm. Well, practices are very difficult for the owners that are even incredibly profitable, incredibly lucrative. And these are doctors that fortunately, because of where they're located, generated a significant amount of wealth. But they're not bringing the type of money that they used to. And then if you do sell your practice for a million or $2 million, you have to do right. something with that money or you're going to lose it, right? Now, yeah, yeah. So... <clears throat> 
most amount of wealth is created by most people in this country through investing. Is that an accurate statement? Absolutely accurate. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about taxes a little bit, right? Because most yeah. people are more worried about what they're going to lose than, than what they're going to gain in, in life. And in this uh, instance, and what you guys specialize or one of the things that you guys specialize is saving taxes, right? Yeah, it is. And and I think I've, I've kind of looked at your podcast too, Patrick, and I think you've had some experts on the CPA side, which is yeah. a great partner for us as well as we partner with these dental practices. We want to include the CPA trusted tax processing and, and advisor in these conversations around retirement plans and setting up a plan, you know, and it it's often sometimes I, I have to remind them, hey, you have to take care of yourself too. It's great that you're setting up a 401k plan for your employees and it's really generous, but let's take care of Dr. Jones or whoever it is, right? So make sure he or she is also set up for themselves and their family so that they can get to retirement in a ready fashion. I think the biggest way to do it is really to accelerate your savings and accelerate your retirement nest egg building up, right? So and why do we have to? I think I, I love to take a step back, Patrick, if I could. Yeah. I've What I've learned in talking with dentists is over the decades of the dentists that I talk to is in their 20s, they're in school. They get out of school in their early 30s. They come become an associate, but then they're paying off their school debt. And then as they say, gosh, you know what? I could I could run in my own practice. I could do it better. I have I have some some neat ideas that I want to reach out to the population. They, so they buy their own practice after they sell, finish settling up their school debt and now they incur some more debt with their with their purchase of their of their next practice and so then they're getting into their low 40s and they have a small 401k balance and they they say gosh where am I where what's my retirement look like so they get to maybe 45 48 50 52 and you know I'll, I'll, I'll just sell the practice and that's not what we do we we can obviously point them in directions of a lot of great experts in that world of selling. But what we try to do is just get them thinking about like, okay, my nest egg should be more than just selling that. My practice, it, it, and how do I, at age 45, accelerate what I already have? And there's things within 401k plans that you can do. You need to partner with an expert that has plan design expertise that really maximizes your contributions. So your balance gets big really quickly. And then alongside, I think we're, we're having tremendous success with cash balance plans, which are, it's kind of a hybrid of the old fashioned pensions and, and the new 401k is of the more current day. And it really allows the dentist to get uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars socked away into, uh, out of my taxes, right? So we work with the CPA and I, if I can defer 200,000 into this cash balance plan per year for 10 years, that's about $2 million. That's not, not hard math for me to do right here. Plus some earnings along the way. You're right. looking at $2.8, $2.93 million in addition to your 401k and selling your practice. And oh, by the way, I'm not, you know, I'm really saving almost 50% of that because I'm not paying taxes on it. Right. So that's, that's the fun part of it when they start, when the dentist starts seeing, gosh, wait a minute, you know, like I wrote a check for $160,000 last year. How, how do I reduce that? And that's that's where we come in with the CPA and say, look, cash balance exists and uh, in, in you're a great fit for it. And, and you know, maybe it, depending on ownership, depending on how they pay themselves, 
and what they pay themselves and how many employees they have, really, it's it's a it's a game changer for a lot of folks. Yep, makes a lot of sense. And this is something I think, you know, I, I do want to encourage the audience to go to the website, rebalance360.com. There's a ton of information on that website. Definitely, I started reading and I couldn't stop. Um, oh, right? you. when, you're, when you're looking at so many benefits that can help you on your journey in business, I want to shift the conversation a little bit, right? And I'm not, I'm not, not even going to pretend for a second. A lot of what we're talking about is over my head, and for our listeners, it is too. And that's why they need to talk to an expert, right? Right? That no one listening to the show would allow you or would allow David or myself to to do a crown for them, right? It's just not going to happen. Right? That's so right. When that's right. To stop, stop. Talk to someone else. And again, I highly recommend fiduciaries. It makes a lot of sense. You mentioned keeping employees, employee retention. I saw a video not too long ago that went viral and it was someone retiring who had been in this dental practice for 20 or 30 years. And the dentist was handing them a big check that they didn't know they had coming on that day. And it blew up. <clears throat> the check amount, of, the check was a significant amount of money, but over a 30 year period of time, it really wasn't that much money when you, when you calculated what it was. Now the dentist had to write a check out of their their balance sheet somewhere, right, to, to pay for this. And I thought to myself when I watched this, like, wow, there had to be a better way to do this. Could you give them a lot more money? Could you put, can you send your employees into retirement with a significant amount of money while saving money yourself and not having to stroke that big check on that right. retirement day? So how can you use 401ks in investing to help keep your employees? And what can that look like? What, how can you better an employee's life through this? Yeah, I think the, and you know this better than I probably talking with the dentist that you, you counsel consult with is their biggest concern. The folks that I've spoke to is just, how do I keep the really good hygienist? How do I keep them the associate dentist? Because people are, it's a transient workforce. So we need to provide a benefit structure that is competitive with the practice down the street. So, and typically that starts with health insurance, but the second most important benefit for people uh, like us is is a retirement package or or plan, and also I think if you give them a little ownership, what you said there is it. I, I liked how you said that is that you know their contributions are in here too. So as they contribute, you should also uh, be with a partner that's going to give you the bang for the benefit for the benefit spend that you're making by making it very upfront and clear. Here's what you're accruing in the plan, and here's what I've contributed to you. Now, what, here's what you've contributed. And now, by the way, it's, it's up to hundreds of thousands of dollars over, over time. So uh, I think education. So how does it help for retention? It, it first helps for hiring. It helps for retention. You can put some vesting requirements within these employer contributions so that people have to stay longer to right. get fully vested in there. And then it's just really the, the education of, hey, you as an employee, a United States citizen, you have some ownership in your own retirement. So Here's where you are and where, where you're going to get to when you're 65. And does that sound like it'll be enough? But maybe not. And so how can I, as the employee, make changes to that? Oh, I can actually contribute more. I can, you know, do do a bit better about my investments, that kind of thing. It just en engenders a great dialogue for folks. You just need a really good partner, firm, whoever it is, to help you do that. Yeah. I know on a... On a platform like this, you can't give a dollar amount out there. I'm not even going to ask you to do that. But I do want you to speak a little bit to the affordability. I think a lot of people think bringing on something um, like this into their business, into their practice, 
is going to cost a fortune. And it's really shockingly inexpensive in my experience. What does that look like? Again, I don't want yeah, to- Yeah, no, I think it's, you know, it's probably in, for administration fees under $5,000 per year. Right. And that's a business expense that can be written off as well. So when you think about the, the I, I try to turn it around and say like the, the, the cost of not doing it is far greater. Right. Uh, if the cost of not setting up a retirement plan for myself and my employees, the cost of not considering cash balance for myself and and my employees is far greater than the five to five to eight thousand dollars per year that you may be spending on administration. Plus, if you do not already have a four hundred one k plan or any retirement plan in existence with your firm or your practice, the United States government has actually provided a tax credit for up to 5,000 for the first three years of its existence. So their tax code is really encouraging folks to really set up these retirement plans for themselves and their employees. And, and you just need a good CPA partner to help you manage that and, you yep. know, and a good advisor like us. So yep. I'm going to tell the audience in just a second, how to reach out to you guys. And we've talked about a fiduciary outside of working with a fiduciary. What are a couple of things that someone should look at? questions they should ask when they're trying to find an expert such as yourself to help them. Yeah, I think that's really important. So I think experience working with people like me, right? So if I'm a dentist, I want, I want to hear about other dentists that they've helped, other case studies that they've gone through for that dentist or for their dentist and, and how they've helped them. I want, to, I want to see the experience around the investment acumen within the firm. So if they are going to be kind of my investment partner, I'll need to make sure that there is a tried and true process that you're not just providing kind of an off and sh off the shelf solution for one size fits all because you know it's if 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 it's my practice and I've spent the the blood money and the blood sweat and tears to build it I want to make sure it's taken care of and then I think the other thing is just comfort right like it, it has to be a good relationship uh, yeah. with every contact that you have that's important for any buying decision. I think this is a buying decision. It's a big decision for a dentist to say, okay, you know what? I, I feel like a number when I call ABC firm, I, they don't know who I am. And so when I have a smaller, you know, kind of more intimate relationship with a partner that is in it for my best uh, interest, I feel better about it. And I think, I think that's, that's, those are the three things that I would look for if I, yeah. if I was a dentist. Yeah. These are hundred percent my words. This is not yours, David. This isn't from anyone at Rebalance 360, but I have a, I have a friend who's was in your um, specialty who retired. I referred a client to him somehow retroactively prior year or current year. They saved over a hundred thousand bucks, like literally yeah. put a hundred thousand dollars cash in their pocket, like literally. 100, oh, it was over $100,000. So this is something that you definitely have to explore. People have to explore. Obviously, every single practice is different. Financials are different across the board. States are different. To reach out to you, I know there's a, on the website, rebalance360.com, easy to find links, schedule a call with an advisor. There's a 30-minute free consultation that you offer. Is that sure. correct? Yeah. What does that look like? Well, yeah, I think it's, it's, and it, you'll probably get to me when you, when you schedule those, it's just really an introductory call. And what I, what I lead with is what are your priorities? how did you get here? You know, what, what's going on in your world that you're thinking about this? Cause a kudos to you that you are thinking about it. Check. That's one. You should be thinking about it. And then really just gathering information and then maybe sprinkle. What I typically do is sprinkle in a little bit of commentary about rebalance and what makes us different. But that's a long down the road. And, and honestly, when we have dental practices that consider us, it's a pretty long process because they, they should be, you know, in, for their responsibility, 
under their, their own responsibilities within the retirement plan, they should be kind of checking their current solution, or if they don't have a solution, they should be looking into that on a regular basis every one to two years. So yeah, so they should be looking at others, not just rebalance. And and I kind of have a, a bit of a, a long track record in the world of retirement. So I can add some color and commentary around other competitor products and and just help really. That's what we're in, in it for, to to help people make some really good decisions for themselves. That's awesome. One more time, the website's rebalance360.com. David Ranney, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate you. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it.